And we are back, people. Another episode here. Lone Wolf Hope coming at you. And man, I mean, man, nice episode. You know, it wasn't great. No, it wasn't perfect. I know some people are upset. But just solid. A solid all-around episode. A lot of stuff there was pretty solid. And I, I liked it. Wasn't perfect. Rewatch, just rewatched it now. Really wasn't perfect at all. But it happens. I think it was a good episode, though. I think we're gonna we're getting a lot of background stuff, and we're gonna dive into it as the season goes on. Blah blah blah, all the usual shit. I mean, people, you had to have thought this was what it was gonna be. You had to have thought that it was going to be a setup episode. We were gonna get you know everyone's relationships now, re- reunions, all that stuff, and you know we did. That's what we got, pretty much. Now. Start of the episode was cool. I liked the start of the episode. It mirrored season one. You know, basically Arya, like what the little kid was basically Arya back in season one. And we saw Arya there staring at everyone down, blah, blah, blah. It was a nice little mirror to season one and how much everything has changed since season one. And everything has truly changed. I mean, this show now is about the white walkers at the, at this time. And we started the first in the first episode of the show. The first scene we get is with white walkers essentially. So that's pretty much what it has always been. And I think that they're trying to relay that to us. Like we're getting ready for this huge battle with the true enemy that has always been the enemy. You know, after that first episode in season one, we really didn't talk about the white walkers at all. We focused more on Robert Baratheon and his struggles and, you know, the whole War of the Five Kings, how that developed. And now we're getting into the last season, and this is what it's about, pretty much. Like, Cersei's a backstory, really. Like, no one's, they're not worried about her right now. Personally, I mean, they and in the first episode, they think that, they, that she's coming up with the army, but, you know, we know that she's not. So I like how they're basically going back to that, and they're basically telling us how important this is going to be. I think that's what they're trying to get at, mostly. And, you know... Uh, Daenerys gets a welcome that you would expect. It kind of annoys me, though. I get how northerners are. They're supposed to be stubborn people or whatever. But maybe I don't get it. Do they just not believe what is coming or whatever? You know, and we we get into there in the scene with the uh, inside when they're all talking. And, you know, and Liana Mormont. I love her character. I really do. I love Liana Mormont's character, but I think that that scene with her was just, it was dumb. It was not exactly, it wasn't smart. It just, it was just stupid. Like right now, we're not worried about who's king, who's whatever. We're we're worried about living, like literally living, breathing air and living. And that's what pissed me off. I think they tried, they pushed her character too far there. They should not have done that. They should have kind of let it be. They like to give her these extreme speeches where she seems like a bad, and she is a badass. I I really do like her character. It was just a stupid scene. It just shows that you're a naive child at that point. You're a naive child. There's something bigger here than who's the king right now, and and that's what people, that's what no one's getting really. They're not understanding that. Okay, um, so let's send the Nerys back, and John will be the king of the north. Then we're all gonna die, no matter what. We're going to die. Like there's a hundred percent chance we're gonna die instead of a 85 percent chance we're gonna die. So let's just send her back with her whole army and the dragons, and we'll all die. That's what I don't like. I don't like that. I guess it. It just they want to show how Northerners are and whatever. 
but it, it pisses me off. It's just not smart, really. It's not smart for them as characters and whatever. You know, and Sansa's kind of the same way. She's more like, eh, whatever, you know, Danny, uh, yeah, you, Winterfell's yours, your grace, blah, 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 all that crap. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than all this. And that's what I like how John does reflect on that. But I also think that John is selfish in the way he's acting, kind of. I'm not going to lie. I kind of do. John's in love with Daenerys. So he's pretty much like, you know, oh, well, this is the girl I'm really into. So I'm going to bend the knee. I think that he could have got Daenerys to come up to Winterfell without bending the knee. I really do. I think he could have. I think that he would have after what she saw. Like the true enemy is to the north. And I think she saw that. And then John took the extra step. It was more of it's a reflection of how Rob was back, you know, with his uh, his woman. The extra step. You're putting your kind of your personal feelings in front of what's best. In a sense. I, I kind of I do see both ways kind of. I do a little bit. I still think John's better. John's always been better, but John's getting into that zone now of I'm in love, this is what happens, team love, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what's best for me and my woman, but I'm also going to do what's best for the North. So it's more of a mix, and it's a it's a mix of both things, really. And I think that, you know, people the people just have to realize this is what's going on. Like, this is, like, not a joke. This isn't, like, some, like, random army that we can defeat. This is literally... An army of dead zombies coming at you. You need everyone that you can. You know, to figure out the political structure and stuff later. So I think that they wanted to emphasize how the North really felt, which I kind of got, but I just didn't like that much. I did not enjoy it. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was good. I thought John writing Rhaegal was cool. I mean, you know, we figured that was going to happen. Um... I mean, it was just kind of a, a, not a useless scene, but it was like a, one of those scenes that they, it's like a filler scene. Cool. Like, I, I think that most people were like, yeah, let's just get into more stuff that's going to help us later on. I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to get with that. And there's a few scenes in this, in this uh, episode that kind of, you know, makes you feel like, ah, okay, I'm not sure what we're doing here, but we'll just keep doing that. No big deal. A lot of filler crap, and that, that's what happens in these first episodes of the seasons. You go back to all the seasons, the first episodes have a lot of filler shit. And that's a problem, but it is what it is. Like I said, it is what it is. We have to just go with it. We have to wait. This Sunday is going to be kind of boring, probably not great. And then we have the great episodes. We have, we're going to have three, four, five, and six. And then boom, that's it. But I think it was good. I, I mean... Then we go down to, you know, King's Landing with Cersei. Now, Cersei's a badass, man. She's fucking, she's amazing. I love her character. I think she's one of the best characters in the show. Hate me for it. I don't care. I think she's amazing. I think she's awesome. She is, like, just such a great character. She's, like, in my top three. And the way that, you know, like, Kyburn tells her, oh, the, uh, you know, the peep, the, uh, the zombies... The wall, the wall's broken down. Oh, good. Cersei just goes, all right, good. That's great. Thanks. Like, and it smiles about it. Like, you're sick. But that's how she is, and I love it. I truly do. Now, this is like, oh, my God. This is the part that, like, oh, every, every basic white girl just took out their phone and tweeted it out. They were like, OMG, yes, yes, queen, yes, Cersei, yes. They were like, holy shit. 
when Euron wants to bang her, and she's like, if you want a whore, pay for it. If you want a queen, earn it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and then she bangs him 30 seconds later. <laughs> it was literally like every single like basic white girl in America, pretty much. Like that's exactly what their lives are. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm just being honest about it. Like that's what it is. They preach all this shit and then they're still going to go bang, you know, Mike from the bar. I have the fuck boy. Euron's like the biggest fuck boy on the planet. He's like the like king of fuck boys, realistically. Like massive fuck boy. Cersei loves it. Cersei loves his arrogance. It's like every single every single girl's like fantasy. Like is just like Euron being the fuck boy. You trying to act hard as a girl, and then boom, Euron still bangs you, and Euron wins. I, I, it's just it was like it was just pure comedy at that point. Like come on. Come on, everyone. I'm not trying to be that guy, but let's be realistic. That's exactly what everyone was thinking. And, you know, the tweets just rolled in. Oh, my God. I saw tweets like, oh, my God, yes. I'm going to get this tattooed on me. Yes, yes. Just going nuts about it. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. Queen slay, bitch. Yes. Like, no, 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 no. She banged him 30 seconds later. And that's another thing. I hate People live tweeting during Game of Thrones need to be disowned. You need to go away. Go somewhere. If you want to do that, you go watch it like on demand an hour later. Do something else. You can't be live tweeting Game of Thrones. You can't do it. I don't care if you're in the media. I don't I don't give a shit. I don't care what your job is. You're not you're not supposed to be live tweeting Game of Thrones. You wait till after the episode ends and then you can talk about stuff without spoiling anything. Live tweeting Game of Thrones is the most absurd shit ever. You can't do that. It's just not, you're not a true fan. I don't feel you're a true fan. Like, you shouldn't be nowhere near your phone as the episode's going on. Like, I want, like, if I watch it with my friends, we don't even, talk. we don't speak, let alone tweet. We don't, or text. We don't talk. We don't say a word. We literally just sit there and watch and just don't say a word. And you have like people live tweeting. It's just insane. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And the other thing that I love about like see Game of Thrones now, like we're in the eighth season, the last season. There are so many people that have caught up like the past like year or so. And they're like, wait, now what do I do? Like I'm not, I'm not used to waiting a week for an episode. Like, oh, okay. Try being on this show since season two. Like I watched season one on demand. And then I had to, like, I've been watching, like, a week episode ever since. Like, just try that. There's so many new people that are, like, so upset with this. Like, what did you think this was going to be? You weren't going to get it all at once. Like, this is exactly what it is. You have to wait a whole other goddamn week. You have to ponder for six, seven more days until the next episode comes out. Like, ah, it's just, it's funny. And the show has gained so much popularity. There's so many people that have started watching since last season. And, you know, I tried telling everyone. Uh, best show, and it is. It's going to go down as the best show ever. So there you go. So with Cersei, I thought her part was interesting. I mean, she loves elephants, I guess. Uh, yeah, loves elephants. And th- that's just the CGI factor. Like, we all know that, right? Like, they're just, they didn't want to pay for the CGI for the elephants. That's exactly what it was because the Golden Company has elephants. So. We'll see what happens with that. I think Cersei's going to get betrayed. I mean, I've went over this. I think that pretty much it's going to be Cersei gets betrayed. Um, 
Like, you know, it's going to be Jamie kind of betraying her with Arya's help. Either, I, I think it could be Arya wearing Jamie's face, or it could be Jamie with Arya there. Something along those lines. So we're going to see how that goes. But I think the Golden Company is going to break off of Cersei, pretty much. Because we we, we hear that the Golden Company never breaks, a, uh, you know, a deal. Like, they never, they don't, they don't do that. They're obviously going to do it then. That's how this show is. They tell you one thing and they do the other, the opposite. That's what exactly they do. That's what they've done the whole time. So we got that. Cersei at King's Landing. Braun. It's going to be interesting with Braun. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I really don't because I love Braun. But what is it's going to essentially come? What does Braun want? Does Is Braun the heartless human being that he portrays himself to be? Or is he more than that? That's exactly what it is. So we'll see. Is he heartless or, you know, is he more than that? Does he really care about Jamie and Tyrion? And I don't I don't know what he's going to pick. I really don't. And that, that's like, you know, that's why you got to love this show. You don't know some things. You really have no clue. I mean, I, I love Braun, and if he kills a Tyrion, I'll be fucking upset. I'll cry. Maybe. But, you know, it's going to suck. But... Cersei's not pregnant. I think we kind of have figured that out now. She's drinking wine. Maybe she never was pregnant. I, my money's on she never was pregnant. She just said it. She's very manipulative, which makes her character amazing. She's so manip- manipulative. She's so intelligent with that stuff. She's just so good. So I th- never think she was pregnant. You see that? Euron's like, I'm going to put a baby prince inside you. Yeah, I'm going to put a baby prince there. Okay, yeah, good Euron. That's great. Bran... Um, absolute weirdo. Uh, I think we kind of figured that out. Uh, yeah, I really don't know what to say about him. It's very weird. Now, there's theories going around that he is, like, Blood Raven took over his, uh, his identity. Or the Three-Eyed Raven for you noobs out there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so, but I think it's just weird. And... The thing I did like, though, and if I'm sure everyone did catch this, but him saying to Sam, I'm waiting for an old friend, and then just waiting there for Jamie, that was kind of cool. I liked that. That was pretty sick. Um, I also think he's an absolute psychopath. If he actually did wait out there that entire night until the daytime and just sat there, it's a weird thing. going to be honest. And Brand's gonna, Brand plays a major factor here. Like, He's going to play a major factor in like three, four, five, and six, probably. Like next episode, who knows what he'll do? Probably nothing. He's going to have that weird thing with Jamie. It's going to be a weird optic and situation. I don't know exactly how that's going to go because Bran obviously knows that he killed him. But I feel like Bran is going to be like, well, this is what I'm supposed to be. So it's really okay, Jamie, that you pushed me out of a tower when you were banging your sister. Um, yeah, I'm supposed to be this though, so it's all right. No big deal, everyone. No big deal. So I think that's how that will go. Uh, Rand's a weirdo. I mean, it's just really strange. He's just had a weird, weird time after his summer camp at the tree. I mean, I mean it's been all downhill from there. All downhill, and it's wild, to be honest. So... Then we, you know, we're talking about Sansa, and Sansa annoys me in a sense because she thinks she's, so she is smart. She's a very intelligent, she is. She does, like, she is, like, Arya's not lying. Sansa is very smart, but it's also, 
she lets her emotions play too much into her decision making. Like when your your decision making and this aspect now, it should be more of, okay, I believe John with all this stuff. We need to figure all this shit out. Like she should have stuck up for John there with the Liliana Mormont scene a little bit, and she didn't. And John basically confronted her about it. Was like, do you trust me? Like, I, and then she kind of like figures out like, yeah, fuck, I should have really helped you back there. My bad. I do trust you, and that's a problem. That's my problem with her. That's my gripe with her is that she thinks she's smarter than she is. And she is smart, but she thinks she's like the smartest shit on the planet. And that, that's a problem. You can't be like that in this world, especially when the zombie army with the goddamn Night King is coming after you. So, I mean, I don't think I really, what I, did I really miss anything? I think that was, uh, you know, I think that was really it. I mean, I'm going to talk up now. I'm talking, I'm going to go into, you know, the end scene with Little Lumber. Uh, and you know how that was, that's not a Targaryen thing, people. I mean, I've gotten people that have talked to me about this. Oh, Dan, it's the Targaryen thing. No, it's not. It's the sign from the children of the forest. We've seen it the entire show. We've literally seen the, the white walkers do that the entire time. They've like back in the fist of the first men, they put out the thing with the horses and all that shit in that circle design. It's because that's the sign from the Children of the Forest when they first created the Night King. So it's the same thing. It's basically the Night King saying, oh, look, I'm here, bitch, and now I'm coming. I kind of did think it, it was pretty sick how they put the little lumber kid in there, like, rest in peace or whatever. But, you know, it's like basically the Night King is, as the season as seasons evolve, the Night King is more, is humanizing himself more and, like, and basically becoming, having, like, feelings in a sense and, like, you know, shit talking pretty much. And like we kind of see that. We saw that with John at Hard Home when he rose up the dead in front of him. We kind of see that with him and Bran. And now we see it with this. Like he's a human eye. He's becoming a more human figure in, in a sense. Like he has feelings, emotion type thing. And I think that's pretty cool. I like that there's, you know, this whole thing is going to be nuts. Like there's just really nothing to say. Like, I don't, and I'm going to be honest, I don't know how Tormund and Ed and them are going to get to Winterfell because, you know, if you look at a map of Westeros, uh, it's kind of, depends on the path that they're taking from, from, uh, what's it called? From Last Hearth. That's it, right? Last Hearth, I believe, yeah. Where the Umbers are right near Eastwatch. So I don't know exactly how they're going to make their path. Uh, let's see. I'm on a map now. Okay, great. Thanks, computer. Can you please zoom in a little more? Okay. Uh, this fucking computer, man. I swear to God. But uh, it's going to be a weird path, honestly. And I'm just repeating myself so that way I can, uh, you know, like figure this out. I mean, I think it's a straight shot almost from where the umbers are to Winterfell. So if they're if Tormund and there are if Tormund and Ed and them are there afterwards, uh I'm not sure exactly what we're gonna be doing here. Okay, so let's see. Okay, I didn't want King's Landing. Mother mother of Christ. Didn't want King's Landing. Okay, give me Okay, so the last hearth is It's basically a straight shot, and that's the thing. It's a straight shot to Winterfell, unless they come from the north. 
they have to go around a lake. So, if the Night King wants to go around here and hit some more people, then yeah. He's actually, or he's going to go right to the Dreadfort and just absolutely destroy Lord Glover and all his pieces of shit people. Which I would love. Fuck Lord Glover. You're a scumbag, bro. I've had enough of your bullshit. Like, you're just a pussy. I'm done. You're an asshole. Fuck you, dude. So, good. I hope he goes... If he basically, from the last part, if he goes towards the like uh, towards the uh, the east, he's going to go right through the Dreadfort to Winterfell, and then boom. So, basically, Tormund and them have to go the other way. Hopefully, that's the way it goes. I think that is the way it's going to go, and he's going to get his, because fuck you, dude. You're a douche. So, hopefully, that's it. I pray that that's it. We're then we're gonna have the massive thing. We're gonna have the massive battle of Winterfell. Maybe Lord Glover will be. Uh, you know, we'll see Lord Glover in the battle. Good. I hope he is. I I hate Lord Glover. Fuck you, Lord Glover. You're an asshole. Him and his stupid voice. Oh Lord, uh, I'm sorry I didn't fight with you in the battle. Your king. Oh, the king in the north. Yeah. Great. You know what? Fuck you, dude. It's just bullshit. So that's what that that's how that's gonna go. It's basically so Tormund and Ed are gonna go the opposite way, and Horn, uh, whatever the Night King's gonna go down this way. So that's gonna be interesting. Definitely gonna be interesting. I mean, I don't think I really missed anything. Uh, did I? You know, I mean, uh, I don't think I did. Pretty sure I didn't. Um, Jamie's gonna be interesting next week. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, Arya and oh, Arya and Gendry. I mean, we can. I mean, that was kind of interesting. I guess. I mean, they're flirting, and realistically, they're going to end up together. It makes sense. Like Gendry's father is Robert Baratheon. Uh, Arya's aunt is Liliana Stark, and Arya like is Liliana Stark in a way. Like Annette always talks about how he reminds him reminds her of Liliana. Blah blah blah. Gendry's a Baratheon, blah, blah, blah. There you go. That's how that's going to end up. Yeah, so that that's good. Good for them, too. They'll be happy together if they both survive. Um, And the thing that she was building was... It's like... A, it was in the trailer. It's like a double-edged dragon blade glass, like ninja warrior type thing. So she's pretty much going to have that at her disposal. That'll be cool. And... Yeah, I mean, I, I, we gotta wait one more week, and that's the, that's the bottom line. It's the like, it's like the most important thing here. Like, we have to watch Sunday. It's gonna be a decent episode. It's gonna be entertaining, and then boom, episode three is going to be nuts. Like, it's gonna be insane, and we really we don't know what we have no clue what's gonna happen after episode three. That's the thing. Like, the trailer basically showed episodes one, two, and three. That's it. They didn't show. I don't think they showed anything from four or five or six. They didn't. They, they couldn't really. It would just give. Up, it would give so much away if they did. So the trailer basically just focused on those three episodes. So I like that. I think that that's going to be great. Also, and I, if you've listened this far, I got one more little theory, and I think that this is like a big key. And I don't think, I don't think I've talked about this yet. Basically, Craster's kids have like royal blood. Now the rumor is is that Blood Ravens 
or no, sorry. Craster is um, Aemon Targaryen, Aemon Targaryen and a wildling's child. And, you know, and Aemon Targaryen was the maester at Castle Black. And he talks about being in love once. So he, I think that that's pretty much, though he, the, the White Walkers need royal blood type thing, like king's blood type shit, where they need like that, that there is power in kings. We, we hear this throughout the entire show, and that just shows it's going to be important. So if, if Craster is the son of Aemon Targaryen and a wildling, then the reason why Craster's son can work as White Walkers and become White Walkers is because they have that magical king's blood. So basically Targaryen and Stark blood is basically the king-type blood. Baratheon, king-type blood. You need that king's blood. So I think that the White Walkers' whole thing, it's not their whole thing, but I think a lot of the reason they're coming down this far is because they're trying to get baby Sam. They're trying to get that king's blood. If Danny is pregnant, which I, uh, maybe she's not. I, I Did we really see anything in episode one that it would indicate it? Is there enough time? Is there enough time to, you know, to, to get that in? I don't think, I don't know if there is. I don't truly know. Is there going to be a time jump from three to four? Uh, these are things we don't know. Uh, maybe she isn't pregnant, so maybe I'm wrong with that. I, maybe she isn't. But if she is that baby will have king's blood. That'll be another white walker that can be used, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. So Craster's kids are massive in this story. Like, even though he's dead, like, baby Sam is massive. Like, the entire reason the Night King could have come down from the land of always winter is because to get baby Sam. Because if you look at it, they don't really move. They don't do anything until after Craster's killed and the last kid is taken away. They don't move south. They don't, they, you know what I mean? They're not, they don't move south like that. So, I don't know. I think that's a big one. Could be huge. Next week's episode's going to be interesting, though. So, I think that pretty much wraps it up, guys. I appreciate the listening, you know. I mean, I appreciate the positive feedback, you know, negative feedback. Whatever you want to give me. Feedback's good. Feedback is nice. If I missed anything, let me know. But I think that's really it. I think next week is going to be another setup episode. So we're going to be a little disappointed. And people who are first watching the show piss me off with that. Because, like, we pretty, like, they're just like, they just want the whole entire action thing now. They're so used to watching the episode streaming lines. Like, it's not how this works. You have to wait it out. You know, you have to wait out every episode, blah, blah, blah. So, everyone, uh, Great week. We're going to have another few days here now. We wait. We will be waiting and waiting and waiting. But it's going to be worth it. Because after this week's episode, which will be decent, we get episode three, which is going to be epic. So everyone, I hope you have a great week. Um, We're going to get into some Russell Wilson and Giants talk uh, this week. Because I got to get into this. I have to just say my piece with everything and basically give my side. So, everyone, Moan Wolf Hope out. I hope everyone has a good week. And we'll talk soon.